Hey guys, it's Ariel, and before I start this podcast episode, I want to say just really quickly, if you are younger, I would recommend listening to this podcast episode with an adult or a parent because um, there is no bad content in this at all and we aren't going very deep. However, this topic of peer pressure can be really hard to navigate on your own and it would be really good to seek guidance from your parents or from the adult figure in your life. So I just wanted to say that really quickly. If you are younger, please listen to this with somebody because I don't want you to navigate all of this advice all by yourself. Um, That would be my personal recommendation. So I wanted to put that out there before we start. I'll let you guys get into the podcast now. Hello everybody and welcome back to Counting the Chaos is Joy. I'm Ariel and I'm so excited to be back. It's been a while since I've done one of these so I have a lot of updating to do and just some news to share. So anyway, hi. So I, if you didn't know and if I, if you haven't been keeping up with anything that I'm doing, I was in Kentucky about two weeks ago with my family and um, some friends of ours and we went to visit the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum, so that's kind of why I took a break in the first place, but then the second week that I took a break, we had just gotten back, and I was really getting into the groove of things again, so I kind of wanted to take a little break so that I could get myself back into my routine and etc. Then this past week, I took a break again because... I was planning on posting, but I ended up not posting because I was really struggling with something and I felt like I wasn't in the place to lead anybody in a topic. We're actually going to be covering a few of the things that I personally have been having trouble with and I didn't want to cover these topics because I was still struggling with them, but I realized that I'm not perfect and I'm never going to completely overcome these things, but I have received some help this past week and some tips on how to overcome these issues and these just hard times in the teenage life. I took a break from running this past week because I had VBS, so I helped with crafts, which was pretty fun, Um, but I wasn't able to run because VBS was from, like we had a be there at 8 30 so I had to leave at 8 because it was 30 minutes away and uh, with my schedule I just didn't have time to. I had another crazy week so I'm gonna come into this upcoming week hoping that everything is going to be a little bit better and a little bit just like smooth because I do have a lot going on again but I'm trying to manage it all so that I don't get behind. Um I have already recorded this episode once, but I only recorded about 10 minutes of um, audio because I didn't feel very well. My family is kind of, I don't know, I think we just have like a stomach bug or something. We weren't feeling too great over the past few days, so I was recording and I felt really, really sick, so I ended up stopping and I'm still going to be covering the same topics I was talking about, but I wasn't really even completely there because I wasn't feeling well, so I sounded really out of it and I do sound out of it still, but um, I sounded really bad, so... Moving on, I have some exciting news. I got a turtle this past week, which was awesome. Um, I've always wanted my own turtle, so he's really cute. His name is Bob. Um, Yes, I name literally everything Bob, like my MacBook. My MacBook's name is Bob, so no, we're not going to question it. It's a great name. 
his name's Bob. He's really cute, but I spent the past weekend taking care of him, trying to get everything together. So I didn't record on Saturday, so I'm actually recording this on a Monday. I was recording Saturday, but again, I wasn't feeling too well, so I ended up stopping and just resting for a bit. What we're going to be covering today is some just like deeper topics than I've talked about. And I'm going to be discussing just my personal experiences, so this may not be everyone's experience, and um, I'm not trying to target like anybody or people I specifically know. It's just what I've gone through over the past year and kind of where I'm at right now. I just wanted to kind of put that out there so that nobody seemed to, you know, get offended or um, felt bad if you personally know me. This is just what I'm dealing with and trying to figure out generically. With that said, today we're going to be discussing peer pressure and friendships, which are all things I have been really struggling with over the past week and the past year. So I want to discuss and dive deeper into what all these things mean, and what does God's word have to say about them. Before I start talking about peer pressure, I again want to make this clear. These are my personal experiences, and I may be, you know, covering some of my mistakes, but I don't want anybody to take those things as excuses or reasons to go ahead and make the same mistakes I did. I'm covering them so that I can explain to you how I learned what to do and what I shouldn't do. First, we're going to take a look at what is the actual definition of peer pressure. And the Oxford Dictionary defines peer pressure as influence from members of one's peer group. So it's kind of circular, but influence from your friends or the people around you, whoever you may be surrounded with or your circle, whatever it is. Wherever you are, if it's basically influence from your audience. That is something I have always had trouble with because my entire life I have always been a people pleaser. So I always want to conform to what everybody else is doing and how everybody else acts. It's really unhealthy habit and I think it's something we all have struggled with in the past, but I think we've all struggled with it to a different, different extremes. And unfortunately, this is one of the things that has always hit home for me. Like I... That was the whole point of this podcast was to set an example of being different and to not conform to the world, but that is really a challenge for myself too because I have trouble standing out and being different from people I know or family or whatever it may be. It's just not the easiest thing to do and we were never promised that it would be easy. It's The Christian life is hard and we know that. That is what we're called to do. But um, I just want to kind of talk about how it relates to teenagers specifically. So you more than likely have probably experienced friends or being around just a group of people that you may be acquainted with who are acting a certain way or just do things that are sinful and not godly and you don't really know what to do in that situation that is something i have faced many of times that's something that is in the past i've faced as an unbeliever and have fallen into temptation but um now as a believer it's something that i have to look at and be like okay i'm not going to participate in this i'm going to choose to not make these actions that everybody else is doing so 
we all kind of know that I think as Christian teenagers like we don't do what everyone else is doing sometimes we can fall into temptation and that can be really hard but I think what I'm targeting specifically is the loneliness of the Christian life as teenagers we may not know a ton of people who are the same way who have the same values of god's word and want to follow him and sometimes like we see other christians they don't have the same perspective maybe that you do and this is not to bash any other christian teenagers or anything like that but what i'm trying to get at is i think we can sometimes allow sinful things into our lives and we excuse it because other christians may be doing it and i think that's what's wrong i don't think we should excuse our behavior at all based off of what our brothers and sisters in christ are doing and sometimes it can be hard too because we see people who may call themselves christians but we know that they live in the realm of sin i think one of the pastors the guest pastors that came to our church about a week ago said You can tell the difference between somebody living in the realm of sin and sin living in a person. And I think that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not trying to say like, oh, if you sin, then you're not a Christian or whatever. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think we all know those people who are outwardly Christians, but then we get to know them inwardly and they don't actually want to follow God My point is sometimes we excuse our own behavior because we see our friends or our peers acting a certain way or sinning in a certain way and we excuse it because how are we supposed to be any different when all of these people around us are doing this thing and it must be fine to listen to this song or watch this movie or watch this show because everybody else does it. And I, I want to be honest with you, I have been there. I have been there. I, I'm a music person. I love music so much. And if you know me, most of the time, and it's kind of a bad thing sometimes, but most of the time I am always listening to music whenever we're in the car or doing, like, if I'm running or doing whatever, I usually have my AirPods in and I'm listening to something. So I love music, but and as an unbeliever, that was something I really, really struggled with. I well, not that I struggled with it at the time, but I was deep into listening to music that was not good and gave no glory to God at all and was just full of sin and etc. Like my I was at my dad's office one time and they play music in the warehouse and I was joking. I was like really listening to secular music now and like hearing it. It's just like, um, I made this joke that it's literally just like drugs and money and degrading women and whatever. Like it's just, and coveting, like it doesn't really end from there. Um, and as an unbeliever, that was something I, I really loved music and I never cared about the meanings or the messages it was sending or how it was going to my heart. I just cared about what I liked and I liked doing it. So as a Christian, um, I really struggled with where to find good music and what to listen to. And um, it's it's been a it's been a journey. Like in the beginning of my Christian walk, I remember kind of cutting out a lot. Like I was really extreme on myself because I knew it was a weakness for me. And kind of like midway, I I did struggle with listening to music that wasn't great or wanting to watch shows that weren't great or whatever it may have been. 
because everybody else was doing it and it I felt left out and I knew deep down like Ariel you are supposed to be left out of those things you don't want to be participating in them but it was really difficult like I, I didn't really understand how to get rid of annoyance I guess there was a deep down part of me that was just really upset and was having a hard time not participating in things everybody else was doing right um and so I think like we need to really take a look at our hearts and question like my dad gave me this um example that Kevin DeYoung said that um when he would watch a movie or show and it was can we leave that movie or show thanking god right and that's something that's really stuck with me because can i listen to a song or watch a movie or show and leave it thinking god like can i and if i can't then why am i doing it in the first place why would i want to be distracting myself and participating in things that are sinful and that god hates and i know i know it can be hard when everybody else is doing it but we were never called to take an easy route and i think that's something i knew but i wasn't actually like letting get to my head it it is hard that's why it's difficult to set to be set apart and to not participate in things your friends are doing because it's not easy but it's what you're commanded to do you're not commanded to act like the rest of them and to to do something just because your christian friends are doing it and that can be really hard and difficult because you're left out of things or maybe you're not invited to go see a movie or you listen to music and your friends are like oh you're one of those people because you only listen to worship music whatever it is you really need to examine what are you doing because we are supposed to do all things to the glory of god all things not just some things not just um well my my devotional time will be to the glory of god but you know the music i listen to in an hour while i do school is not or you know um bible study that i'm doing will be to the glory of god but you know like that show i'm gonna watch later and that movie i'm going out with my friends to see that's not to the glory of god like you see what i mean do you see how wrong that is like it just we are dishonoring god by allowing sinful things to enter our lives in ways we think are okay like i really don't understand why i thought that it was okay to listen or watch certain things just because everyone else was doing it like that doesn't make it okay at all and i know that it's different like i can speak from two different experiences like as an unbeliever i didn't care so i know why i didn't why i thought it was okay is because i didn't care but now knowing like having that knowledge it was it's hard for me to look back and see myself not that i did like uh, music yes but i was really strict on myself with what i watched and what i um like movies and tv shows because that's how my family that's how we that's what we believe in it was really hard for me to like look back and think like why was i so annoyed and sad by the fact that i couldn't participate in sin (laughs) why and i know it's because my heart yearns for that my heart wants sin it it wants to make those mistakes but it it really is slavery it we are slaves to sin when we do that and we can't excuse sin just because we see it in quote-unquote little ways are you honoring god in everything that you do i want you to answer that question are you honoring god in everything that you do 
in the music you listen to, in the shows you watch, in the movies you watch, in the friends you hang out with, in your actions. Because with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your emphasis on mind, you are supposed to love God. And I know I haven't done that. I have, like, even this past week was really hard for me because I felt this conviction that I am not honoring God with all of my mind when I yearn to listen to music or watch shows or watch movies that I shouldn't do. And just because you're not actually doing it, it doesn't, that's what I'm trying to get at too, is just because you're not actually participating in whatever your friends may be doing, are you still longing for it? Are you still wanting to do it? Because I think it reminds me of like a toddler apologizing to their brother or sister and they're just like sorry and then roll their eyes and like cross their arms and pat their face like that's basically what we're doing like we're like oh okay like i won't do that but then we go and we throw a fit over the fact that we can't be like the world like i understand that our hearts are sinful and we the heart's desires are not they're wicked but we have to put off our old self like we have to die to that we have to grow and mature and that's something i've struggled with because i'm looking back at um this is also another excuse i would use is oh well when i was a first christian like when i was first a christian i would listen to this song or i would you know listen to this or whatever it would have been and then i look at that i'm like why did i think that was like why do i look at myself and think that's okay like as if i'm an example what like that isn't right like just because you may have been in a fruitful time and you were listening to a song or watching a movie or show and you're like oh well i can't let that go like I was fine then yeah but a conviction is a change of heart it's it's realizing like I can't listen to certain music now and be okay with it because I realized oh yeah I shouldn't be listening to that you see my point and the ultimate thing I want you to understand here is we are looking at Christians and maybe even ourselves like I did as to be examples of how to be Christians we need to look at Christ on how to be Christians because he is the ultimate example we're not your friend down the street is not social media is not you have to look at christ his word and talk to him to understand what your purpose is and what your mission is because then when i promise you when you don't when you aren't in the word and you don't have that relationship with god you are not going to want the good things and the freedom he's offered you, you're going to go right back to your slavery because what happened? What happened to the Israelites when they forgot they wanted to go right back to Egypt? But then they were reminded that Egypt was slavery and what they being freed from that was actual freedom. Every time that something happened that benefited them, And you have to realize these rules and these boundaries that God has set for you to not allow your heart to be, you know, twisted by viewing things or hearing things or whatever it is, that is ultimately going to benefit you in freedom, even when you, your heart longs for that slavery. And you're going to continue to long for slavery the more that you sit there and think about, oh, well, I can't participate in this. And you go throw a fit. Why would you want to look at God's word, talk to him, and under, then you would be like, why on earth would I want to do that? It's hard, and it's going to be hard because you're going to long 
for habitual sin that you've been doing for how long or like that was really hard for me i've always listened to music and it's really really hard for me now to realize that that relationship with music was most of the time just really unhealthy because even if i didn't even if i guarded my ears and i wasn't listening to bad music i still longed for the participation in what everybody else was doing that like i want you to understand like you really need to refocus where you're looking who are you looking to to be your example in life and it's good to have godly women and men as examples in your life it's good to have godly friends as examples in your life but they are ultimately not perfect and that's why you're gonna see flaws and excuse them for you to make those same mistakes because they aren't perfect that's why they were never meant to be your ultimate example that's why god was made to be your ultimate example because he's the only one who is perfect he's the only one who can give you that full it just exemplifies fully who to be how to act like everything you need to know is going to be in him and your identity like we talked about last time is in him so you need to understand i i know it's hard i know it's hard to talk to your friends and be like hey guys i can't listen to this or i can't see this movie or i can't watch this show um and maybe you shouldn't either i and encourage them i know that's difficult i i really do but you're called to be in this world not of it you're not called to be like other christians you're called to be like christ and as somebody who falls deep into this trap sometimes and when i do fall it can be really lonely and hard. Sometimes the Christian walk is lonely because we aren't meant to be like everyone else. And sometimes our Christian friends may act, start to act like the world and start to act like everyone else. But you have to remember who you were called to be. Who were you called to be by Christ? You were called to be his disciple and his follower. You were called to love him with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And you need to do that. You need to trust and obey in him. Not trust and obey in your friends or that one person who does this or that. He is your savior and it's ultimately going to lead you to much more freedom because those things are never going to satisfy what your heart ultimately desires and what your heart ultimately desires as a Christian should be Christ. You should desire Christ and you should love him. And when we desire sin, we need to look back to him and remember why you are set out to be different when you're lonely and you realize you don't have a ton of really good christian friends look back to christ because he's your he's your friend he's your ultimate friend and he's going to satisfy every need that you want those things are amazing christian friendships are amazing they're amazing to have but it's not a mountain peak experience when you have Christian friends, it's not going to fully satisfy you at all, ever. Whatever your heart desires in that isn't Christ, it's never going to fully satisfy you because what your heart longs for is this, is this love and this being known by Christ. Not by your friends or you know, by your peers or wherever it is. So look back to him. 
look back to Christ and why you need him. When you're tempted to look away, look back, pray, God, please help me to remember why I need you. To remember why these things won't ever, ever satisfy me in any way. Because you aren't meant to be satisfied by sin. So I just want to remind you, I want you to to picture this as I'm sitting down talking to you. I've been there and I know how hard it is. I'm, I'm still in this in this position. Every Christian that you know is in this position of having to be set apart from the world. And just because your friends or your family is in the world, there's a lot of other people who have that same problem. We all know unbelievers and sometimes we know believers who aren't that great of examples and it's hard to be different from them. I promise you, you need to look back at God. Look back at God, look back at Christ and reflect and remember why you were chosen to be set apart. And that is what's going to ultimately satisfy you. These things, these friends, these people, their approval is never going to satisfy you. And if their approval is at the cost of sin, don't pay that price. Don't pay that price. Because you belong to a God who's chosen you and who's called you to be different from them. To be different and to find peace and freedom and with, and who loves you. And, and by doing and partake, partaking in sin, you're, you're breaking his heart. And that's sin. That's, that, that is sin. And if you have been there, like I have, and you've struggled with it, or if you've just longed for it, repent. Go to him and repent and pray about it and, and find someone, maybe find someone who can um, disciple you and go to your parents and ask them to help you and keep you accountable and be like, guys, I'm really struggling with this and I need guidance and I need a reminder on why I'm supposed to be set apart from everyone else because sometimes it can be hard. I um I had a phone call with a friend on Saturday about this or Friday, I think, because I was really struggling with it. And she said the same thing, like it's it's gonna feel lonely. You're not gonna find a bunch of people sometimes who are the way that who who wanna follow Christ and who do. It's it's not always gonna be like that. But you have to remember it like to set set that example too. Like set that example because if you're going to be just like them what makes you any different you want to see change you want friends who are that way then start acting that way and god will provide because there's a time and there's a season for everything and he will ultimately provide your needs and sometimes that may mean that his will is for you to be in a season of not a lot of friends or this season of loneliness or being set apart or being mocked because of what you believe. I've been there. I've been mocked by family for what I believe and people I know and friends who aren't saved. I, I've been mocked too and even Christian friends and it's not fun. But in this world, we will have trouble, but take heart. <laughs> like we know that. So it's going to be difficult, but we need to trust God and we need to ultimately do what he commands because they're approval it doesn't mean anything and i know it seems like the world it seems like it means everything it really doesn't 
and sometimes God takes away those friendships and those people in your life to make room for a lot for much more pure relationships and friendships and his plan's always going to be greater so we need to learn to focus our eyes on what he's called us to do in our mission so fix your eyes on him and remember remember why you are different remember why you're set apart because you've been freed from slavery don't go back to egypt don't look back over there you don't want that i promise look to god look to his plans for you i know i may not know you personally but if i do know you personally if you were struggling with this please reach out to me i would love to give you more advice and share some more experiences with you but um as Christians, we're called to bear one another's burdens, and if you're a fellow believer in Christ, I am here bearing that burden with you. I am. I understand that struggle and that pain, and it is hard. And I know it can be really burdensome, depending on the extreme of the situation. But just know that, again, you're in this world, you're not of it, and you're called to love God, and you're called to follow Him even if that makes you different than everyone else in your Christian circle and in your friend group, no matter what it is, you're going to have to be set apart and you're going to have to be different. And the, and when you do that, you hopefully, I pray that more people who are the same way and who value those things like you do, who value their relationship with Christ and who value doing everything for the glory of God, you're going to draw those people towards you more than you would if you acted like everyone else. Because if you acted like everyone else, you're just going to draw more of everybody else's toward you. You're going to draw more of the world toward you. That was my problem. I acted like everyone else and then I realized that I started drawing people who were literally the same way. And I was like, why am I not getting good godly friends? Well, I wonder why. So being different can be lonely. Remember, Jesus is your ultimate friend, and he will provide in whatever way. So, I wanted to give that encouragement. I know it can be really difficult, um, and it's something I have not mastered in any way, shape, or form. I actually just really struggled with this over the past week, just dealt with some things that were really hard for me, and I had to seek guidance, and I had to seek wisdom, so... I know that can be a lot easier said than done, but I would I would really challenge you to examine your movies, your TV shows, your music, your friends. The things that you allow in your head are really important, and I, I really think you need to take a better look because I needed to take a better look at how we're conforming. And always, how are we conforming to sinfulness and worldliness in ways that we shouldn't be? So... That's all for today's episode. I, If you really are struggling with this, please reach out to me. Uh, you can text me on Instagram and I'll give you my email or something. We can figure out something. But um, I understand the struggle, but we do have a mission and that mission is to be set apart no matter what. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can follow my Instagram at underscore Ariel.faith and I post a lot on there. So if you want to keep up with me or just, you know, see random things that I'm doing, you can follow me on that. I post more on my stories than I do on my actual feed ever. Um, and thank you for listening. If you enjoy, please follow the podcast and I'll see you guys next time.